Hey everybody, it's Jeff uh, coming back at you with a, a little update, little talk. As a lot of you know, I started my channel, uh, YouTube's channel specifically, and Twitch for uh, sim racing. Um, and that was in 2015. Five years ago. Um, and actually just before five years ago now, because I think it was like April or May or something I started the channel, but um, I've been sim racing since um, Gran Turismo, I guess, is what you would call the origination, maybe. I mean, kind of World Circuit or uh, Formula One Grand Prix, I think it was called in Europe, but World Circuit is what I was what it was called here. It was made by uh, or is designed by Jeff Crammond. He made a whole bunch of other games at that time too. Um, yeah, it was my favorite game. Me and my brother would play pretty much every day after school on the weekends. We would do Grand Prix with our favorite drivers from the from the year previous, uh, that game is actually still played today, and you can, uh, load the drivers for the previous season of Formula One in there, and the whole nine yards, it's like a, so it's got a cult following, if you will, um, so yeah, that's, uh, where it started, Gran Turismo, uh, Forza, um, and then I tried every basically every racing game after that uh Enthusia uh Metropolitan Street Racer um Forza Horizons Need for Speed I uh, at one point I don't think I've bought the, bought the last few but at one point I had every single Need for Speed ever made and I played them all until completion. Um, and I know they were arcade games, but it was still cars and it was still fun, and that's what it was about. Um, but as you know, as I get older, I need to do faster things or something. I don't know. Anyway, um, I got into a set of Corsa in 2014 when they offered the uh, alpha and beta release. Uh, I actually received an email from Marco Masaruto uh, regarding my playing it. I sent him a message and he responded to me, which was literally <laughs> amazing. Um, so yeah, I followed those guys for quite a long time. I never really got into Automobilista or Race Room or R-Factor or GTR or Race 07 or any of those. Um... I just, that was a time in my life when um, the console games were, uh, you could jump in and out. Um, I had a very controlling partner at the time, uh, which was not healthy. And, you know, you don't see that then, but you see it now. Um, so I wasn't able to partake in those types of games, which really led to the explosion that is um, 
you know, the R Factor 2 and the Assetto Corsa Competizione and I, I mean, iRacing was there for quite a while, but um, and those types of games, the Automobilista and all that stuff, so um, seeing the the myriad of options available to everybody now is really I mean, that's what it's all about um, you know it's, it gives people so many avenues to race in some fashion with whatever car they feel comfortable with yes all the engines are a little different and all the traction areas are different and the tires feel different and all that stuff but the racing is still there um, and you can compete in any series you want across, you know, any racetrack you want. I mean, there's so many out there. Um, I mean, you always want more on your game of choice, of course, but there are a ton of tracks available out there, depending on what um, what you have uh, for games. <clears throat> um, so I started a... Uh, racing team with Jackie Harris Racing. Uh, we are called Slim Chance Race Team um, because there's really a slim chance that we're going to win. Uh, kind of funny. Kind of like half-assed gaming, you know? Kind of funny. Not too serious. Uh, we're really in it to have fun. Um, I'm hosting a server. I... We try to hold events every couple weeks. We set up practice sessions uh, on the Discord. If it's something that you're interested in, please go to discord.halfassgaming.com and then in the welcome area, select Sim Racer as your title. And then you will see all the sim racing stuff that we are doing. Um, the other uh, point I wanted to bring up. I had a conversation with um, a gentleman who's really been my mentor uh, in this craziness that is half-assed gaming. Uh, I met him a long time ago now, 2012, in Boston, Massachusetts. Um, he hails from Canada, originally from uh, Britain. And he's taught me so much about how to just be be what I want to be in the space that I'm in if you understand what I'm saying I'm, I'm, I learned how to make, make mods with I mean a, a dozen people's help it's not just me you know and I make, I make all these videos, and now my partner is helping me do these videos, learning how to edit them, and we're trying to create a more professional product in the end. And it's it all started with advice that he's given me over the years. And you got to have these people that can talk to you and give you that information um, that you need you know asking the right questions you know asking how do I do this it's not really the, the right question um, you can research 
how to do it. You can watch videos how to do it, but it's a certain part that you may have a question about. And that's what I try to to bring bring to the table is I answer specific questions. Um, how to do it is already out there. I've, I've made videos on how to do it. But once you get to a certain point and you get stuck and you can tell me all the steps that you've taken and then I can hopefully, hopefully help you resolve that portion that you're stuck on, that's what I'm there for, right? And uh, that's what I try to be. Um, I, I always answer every question, um, but it does not start with how do you do this? That's you, you gotta you gotta get out there and you gotta learn a little bit about how it all works first, and then we can start asking specific questions. Because how do I do this is a very vague and open question. Because I need to know where you started and if you even started. If you haven't started, then you need to start, and then you can you know ask more questions. Um, it's about knowing your worth. There's a reason why my top tier has never been purchased um, it's $500 because there's no reason there's no way I can control what happens to the modification after it leaves my hard drive so if said person wants to sell it for $10, $20, I'm never going to see any more money even though I was the one that created it updates are usually somewhat minor in relations to SES, so you may need to um, get it updated, but you're not going to come back to me. You're going to go to somebody who's going to do it for free. Um, so that's why it's $500. Uh, if you had any questions about that, it's because um, I know what my time is worth. If I'm working 40, 50 hours on a mod, that's 10 to $12 an hour. I think that's a pretty good uh, pretty good rate. It's below minimum wage. Um, and, you know, it doesn't have exclusivity. And people don't understand the word exclusivity. And uh, I don't know why they don't understand the word exclusivity um, because if you were to buy a song for your YouTube page and believe you me I know because I've asked if you were to buy a YouTube song for your page that nobody else could use as your intro you can't pay for it I can guarantee you that there is no way, unless you're independently wealthy, you are never going to get an artist. I don't care how small. And if you do, they are unaware of what their time is worth. Because I've requested a song to purchase as something to use that is non-exclusive, that's anywhere between $20 and $50 for 3,000 plays. Then you got to pay again on top of that. So just think about when you enter into this. The reason why people do it for free is because it's fun. They enjoy doing it. Um, 
and once you start putting monetary value on it, it's work. And when it's work, um, you need to be compensated for what you're doing, especially if you enter into some sort of obligation to do something for a monetary value. Um, if it's a plan to sell mod, um, then you need to have something written up, frankly, um, because if somebody's going to make $5,000 off a mod free and clear and they pay me $200 and all they did was say PM me on Facebook, that doesn't fly with me. That does not fly with me. Um, and while you may be a shrewd businessman, uh, the Fairness and Ethics Committee uh, in my head is not, not approving of that. Um, so that's where I stand on that. That's why I don't do paid mods. Um, nobody has ever, like I said, nobody's ever come to the top tier and asked me to do, do a mod because they think it's too much money. Maybe it is. And that's okay. Because I've never been forced to do something um, to then send it off to be sold again. And I'm fine with that. Um, I would much rather have a whole bunch of people give me $3 in order to uh, have a bunch of mods to play with that aren't completely done um, while I work on getting my video quality up to help everybody learn how to do it. Um, and that's what I've been working towards. Um, originally I tried selling stickers and shirts and stuff like that. I opened a store. Um, I did not sell an entire, uh, a, I did not sell a single thing in one whole year. Uh, so that told me what I needed to know. And that's why I went to the Patreon. Um, that's why I went the Patreon route. Um, I'd like to think that people still think I'm doing it the right way. Um, but that's them. That's for them to, to find out on their own, I guess. Um, I have refunded a bunch of people that didn't think what I do is worth it for $3. Uh, I have no problem doing that. So if you, uh, if you pay your $3 and you download a mod that you don't like and you want your money back, not a problem. Here you go. Um, I'm, I'm not here to take your money and, and give you something that you don't want. So um, the only reason the upfront charge is there is because the for the first three months I had people that would sign up under different email addresses and get in saying they would pay $3 and then not pay $3 at the end of the month. So that is why when people sign up at the end of the month, it double charges you because it's charging you for the next month immediately uh, when that f that first day of the next month comes up. Um, but yeah, just a little uh, kind of behind the scenes of what what happens in in my day and how to kind of just think about yourself and um, when you're out there in the Wild West that is modding land, uh, just remember 
that you have worth whether you're learning or not. Um, and just because somebody says that you um, don't deserve a, a certain amount of money does not mean that that's true. Um, so please keep that in mind the next time that you are interested in getting into modding and maybe getting involved with people that want to sell mods and stuff or provide them to people because once they're off your computer you're not you're never going to control them again uh, and you're really going to have to get used to that so keep it in mind but anyway this is my video for today my video listen to me my audio podcast for today so i hope you guys enjoyed it and um we'll catch you for the next one see you